Hi guys, welcome to Paranormal Synergy. I'm your host, James. Hey, I'm John. And I got my wife, Kristen, with me today. Um, just kind of jumping right into things. We haven't seen each other for a while, so we have lots of stories to share. Apparently. <laughs> um, and I'll jump right in. I, uh, my wife surprised me with a message or a call. I can't even remember what it is, uh, what you did. <laughs> <laughs> a message? <laughs> yeah, a message. Um, that she saw the same lights that John saw, which is pretty wild in a local area. So I'm going to let you share that story. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, so I was coming home past Molly's and next to the... <laughs> next to the... Where you cross over Molly's coming home to Ard's house and there's this, this triangle on the right hand side and I pulled over because I remember John talking about the lights and the triangle. So I pulled over and I tried to take a picture, tried to take a video, couldn't get either. And then I called my husband to like try to uh, get him to. Actually, I texted him, but he thought I meant that I was broken down. So he was trying to figure out how to come get me because yep. I'm like, you got to come see these lights. Get in the house now. And then like by the time I was done texting him, I looked, there was only two. Well, at that time, I actually looked on the other side and actually on the other side of the road, Way on the other side, there were three lights in a triangle. And then by the time I looked back to the other two, the other two were gone. And then I was like, okay, it's time to come home. But it was neat to see since I'd heard it before. And Does that sound like what happened to you? Just so mad. <laughs> <laughs> just, just bad. I missed it. Jealous that you got to see it, not me. And I'm so glad you did. <laughs> right. You get some kind of justification. Right. I'm still yet to see these lights. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. At that time. At that time. Uh, no. Remember, mine were in the. It was like a flying V. Yeah. Lights in the flying V over by the school. So you had a triangle. Mine were like actual triangle. And what like really made me stop was the fact that they were like perfectly spaced. Like a triangle. Right. And they just, I mean, they sat there for a while. I mean, I tried video, camera, everything, and I couldn't get anything to picture him up. And when I looked down to text him, then when I looked back up, it was where there was only two on the side, but then there was, like, the same V on the other side. Do you just, think it was a V, like, one object no, or was, three like, objects making a V? Spaced. It was It looked like it was spaced very far apart. Like, they would have had to be a... So probably three objects. A decent-sized object if it was just one object. Uh, I mean, hmm. That's wild. That's that's uh that in Phoenix they had Phoenix lights. Yeah. And it was like that they're in sequence, but they're spaced far apart. Oh yeah, yeah. I've heard about the Phoenix lights. And the lights I was watching about in on that whatever that TV show was when we were Ocean City, I was watching about how, you know, uh pilots back in whatever day, sixties, seventies, whatever whatever it was, yeah, they were reporting objects that they couldn't explain and they were sitting there talking about how they were moving in directions that couldn't feasibly be possible even for now aircraft that's going around you know all of a sudden they're you're darting in a direction <laughs> and then it goes off to the left it goes off to the left and then it's gone and whatever you know it's just just unexplainable i mean that's what it is it's an un, unexplained object so that's why we do this show that's why we do this show <laughs> that was definitely neat because i've always seen pictures of them like a flat triangle sort of but like, i mean it was like an up and down triangle and it I mean, they weren't moving anywhere. They were just staying there because, I mean, if they'd moved, they would have got the triangle would have moved or the spacing would have been different. But it stayed like that until the one disappeared. And then there were like three on the other side. Yeah. Well, and there's nothing out there. So it's <laughs> like cowbells or something up in the sky. <laughs> well, I appreciate you sharing that story, honey. Okay. I love you. 
<laughs> All right. So I'll tell you what happened to me the other morning. I leave the house around six fifteen. Yeah, no later than six fifteen. I try not to. Anyways, so I walk out the door, and I have a tree that's tree line right next to my house at the back door. The branches follow come over, and I got a tree right off of the you know right in front of the right. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm walking down them steps just to give you I don't know what's in that little wooded area. So I come out the door, I close it, I lock it, I turn, and I hear this up in the corner of the tree, but I like right where in the corner of the, uh, the house. Yeah. I hear it's like, it sounds like cluck, cluck, cluck. Huh. And cluck, cluck. It was the weirdest thing. And I kicked something loud and it, it got loud and it would dim out. Feel like, like it would. Like I scared it, but not off like I wanted to. Oh. <clears throat> and then it started up loud again. And I was like, well, it's not going to weigh him. It gets me. Gets me. <laughs> yeah, I got to work. <laughs> and I got to do what I got to do. And then I got one to the steps, and then I didn't hear it anymore. Huh. Ugh. Little creature fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> Which made me think, what other creatures are out there yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah. out here in the world? Out here in the world. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, obviously... I'm sure. Well, we're always discovering things as a, as a, you know, humanity, right. discovering new species, like we were talking about the giant uh, squid and mm-hmm. things like that. But I was I'm trying to remember where I was. Uh, this is stupid memories. Actually, I have it happen all the time in the house. Like occasionally, I'll catch something out of the corner of my eye, and I'll look, and it won't be anything there. Yeah. Um. And and when I was talking about where I do have an entity, this this happens almost once or twice a week, where it sits on the corner of my bed. I feel it. And press down and sometimes when i'm laying in in my bed i got my headphones on i'm trying to tune out the world it's kind of my relaxed time I like right. put music on or watch videos or whatever everybody else is asleep i'll see things on the left it's normally my left side left corner of my eye because i'm focusing on a screen and that's out of your peripheral it's out of my peripheral and then i look and there's nothing there and i've had that a lot like i said it's like once or twice to get the sitting but i get the the visual peripheral a lot and it's not like floaters. Like you can get floaters in your eyes right. and whatever. No, this is actually, you see something dart across and it's not there. For me, it's not shadows. Like some people get shadows. To me, it looks like a, a person, like an entity. Like you get. Well, they come and they come either shadow darks or images. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But um, you can always tell them apart. Right. I've even seen uh, mist or smoke. Yeah. Yeah. I've, uh, I've yeah. Had that too. But. For whatever reason, this last couple of weeks, it just seems like me seeing things has, has been increasing and ramping up. Now, I don't know if there's any cord, you know, something that's making it happen or if I'm just becoming more relaxed with not being as active as I normally right. am or whatever. I'm opening up to it, but I'm definitely seeing more things, which is interesting to me. I was at that. We've been doing this since we've been doing this. I was in my bedroom laying down, you know, just chilling out. And we thought we heard one of our kids come up and called his name. Mm-hmm. And he's the one that's weird anyways when you <laughs> call him to the door. He's like, what? Right. It doesn't even speak. <laughs> but I saw what looked like a black hoodie. Oh, okay. For a split second coming because I have a bathroom door that I keep open. Parked that door and looked like it turned around and left. And we're like, kept calling him, calling him, calling him. Nothing. We're like, well, he's weird. <laughs> Good weird. Really good, weird. Like he showed up, yeah, but he's like, left. he doesn't talk. He's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's quiet. 
I just thought he just didn't want to say nothing and went back downstairs. Yeah. Or didn't think we he heard us. Did you talk to him about it? No. Oh. I don't really care. Yeah. I heard something in my bathroom once that made no 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 sense because both the animals were in my bed and like <laughs> Oh well. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I really want to have the chance to get out and about in some people's homes and I can't wait until whatever heck in the world we'll call it COVID nineteen, twenty, twenty one, whatever uh, mm-hmm. just dissipates. So everybody can get back to normal. But I do know my sister is working on getting in touch with a few people to investigate as well as as uh, she has invited me for the investigation, which I told you about mm-hmm. earlier. Yeah. Um, and that will take some time. She's been hearing. Uh, I, I, I'm sure she said a Korean ghost or entity or spirit or it could be a sneeze. <laughs> but dude, if you're you know, wrong, she's going to blast me and she will let me know because she does listen to the episodes. So, sorry, Becky, but not sorry. <laughs> it is what it is. And I can't wait until we do the investigation together. Um, on that note, I have, as I showed you earlier, I've gotten a lot of investigation gear. A lot of nippy toys. Um, yeah, I got a spirit box, got some cameras, uh, you know, microphones, illuminators, IR illuminators, and I'm going to be modding those two cameras, pulling their IR filters off so they are full spectrum. Nice. So it, we will have the entire thing happening. We'll have a great time. Yep. So uh, just got to figure out the next adventure on that. But I do want to keep the podcast going. And unfortunately, it's just... You know, life has been just insane on both of our parts lately. I know the last two two weeks we haven't or so yeah. haven't been able to get together. And uh, with me still recovering, that's the, oh, it's a blue jay. <laughs> with me uh, still recovering, okay. yeah, it's uh, been hard too because pain management has been one of those things that's just been up and down. Yeah. So, but you know, things are getting good. I got to tell you what I saw the other day. What'd you see? So I'm driving home from Galena around this time of day, and um. You know that that space between outside Galena and right before Molly's. Yes, that stretch of road. Yes. I was over there. I was on that, and I've never stopped to go look at something while I'm driving. But I saw a black dot. At first, you know how you look like you see something off in the distance, and it's just a bird. Yeah. In size relativity, no. I actually got to see it in a, like a three, almost a three sixty spe- on a one hundred and eighty spectrum. As I'm driving and watching, I was like, "Oh, it's a bird!" And I kept going. I'm like, "Wait a minute, it's not a bird." kind of round yeah and as you know our wine that road winds you you know scenery changes i'm watching it and it's black it's orbish and it's almost round huh. and it's not moving oh wow as i'm driving so the distance doesn't change yeah i'm like that's weird because you know if you're following it one way or if you follow it the other way you still see the, the train on it move nope stayed in one spot and i stopped i was like okay now I got to stop because I yeah. can't get through the trees. Perfect opening. And all of a sudden, as I'm watching it, it's starting to move away. Wow. I'm like, okay. Like, going. And as I'm going, it's getting fat, you know, further and further and further and further away. And then all of a sudden, I just can't see it anymore. Damn. That's wild. <laughs> I, I actually got to catch you up with uh, the Still Pond investigation that me and Becky and her boyfriend. Uh, was that his time it is. Yeah, yeah. So we were at the Still Pond Cemetery, and because uh, this is something that nothing was caught on video for, and unfortunately, this was one of those just like personal, personal yeah, we're personal things that were happening. Well, anyways, we we show up there, and we're in the car. She had me drive because uh, she wanted me to drive. Let's we'll put it that way. <laughs> so she had me drive, and we're getting in the cemetery, right? And I'm like going down the road, and I'm like, hey, Becky, I don't know what your input is, but I really feel like 
whatever's going on is to the right side of the cemetery. Like, it just seems darker and like the energy is, you could feel it even in the car, which was crazy. What did she say? She agreed with me. Like, it felt like her, her, her intuition was a little bit further. And I'll explain to you why, why this was happening. Hers was a little further. And, and I, once we were getting to it, I completely agreed with the sense of feeling. Anyways, we both get out of the car. Tommy's a little skittish. <laughs> and I'm a good anchor. Like, I'm a good grounding part for energy. I'm good about bringing everybody down. And I don't let things manipulate yeah. good or bad. But we're heading to the far right side of the cemetery. And when you get there, this is... I'll have to take in the daylight. There's this tree, dead tree, that just, you know, huge tree goes up. And typical spook. It, it looked tree. like a sleepy hollow kind of thing, you know, sleepy hollow kind of tree. And we get here and the energy at first was like very ominous, mysterious, and kind of like, you know, you just felt pulled there. Yeah. As we're setting up the equipment, it, it felt like it left. Like all of a sudden everything was fine. You know, you didn't feel anything. So, so then I'm like, you know, well, the, the house that Kristen was talking about is further, you know, down the cemetery and, and the entity that she saw is that way too. And I almost feel like that's where we need to go now. Like we're feeling this pull. So what do we do? I'm like, I'm gonna leave the thermal camera here. Let's head on down there and we'll do our EVPs. So we walk down there and um, what ended up happening, cause you gotta keep in mind, this is dark. What ended up happening was as we're walking down there, me and her and Tommy hear this cry, right? Well, before we heard this cry, this is the odd part. Tommy uh, happened upon a little gravestone that said baby. There's no name, no nothing. It just said baby. Oh, good God. And and the, we do have that on video, you know, wherever I posted it, where you see the gravestone that says baby. So I'm like, wow, you know, that's crazy. We heard that cry. Now, unfortunately, it wasn't caught anywhere on any EVP or camera. None oh. of us got it. I've been talking to her about it. That's I'm like, we, we all heard it and we didn't catch it. So I can't really, you know, go on from there. But I did have that experience. So we're walking down and I happen upon a uh, a veteran's grave. And, I'm, you know, I'm reaching out to him. I think it's Sergeant Simpler. That was his name. Can't forget it because the name sounds wild. So I'm like, you know, Sergeant Simpler, you know, how you doing, sir? I just want to, you know see if you're here and thank you for your, you know what you've done for our country and basically i'm talking respectfully as well as i can right and you know asking for responses nothing happens and this is in the area where it was still feeling a little on in it you know i mean yeah so things start to clear up again i'm like okay well now now it kind of feels like it's back towards where we started so i start we start getting up together walking back towards where we started and as we're walking oh no no i'm sorry i have back up here we were walking back towards where we started because I wanted to get the infrared gear and move it towards where we were. Yeah. So I go grab the infrared gear, which is on the video recording, and I start walking back to where the sergeant's grave was. On the way up, I catch barely one of their flashlights, the house that Chris was talking about, which you have the road, you have a cemetery, and next to the road is the house and the house is slanted at like you know something you see out of a crooked man's house like it's slanted ready to fall and the whole nine i really feel a strong pull to go there and unfortunately <laughs> he didn't want to and and, and i get it because you know it is a dangerous kind of situation i'm the one that's ready to go balls out and go jump over a fence and climb in a house that's falling apart but for safety reasons we didn't go in yeah but the pool really felt like it was there so i moved the the flare and the camera and put it on the gravestone facing the house. Unfortunately, 
it, it there's so much brush that it really couldn't push through all that that branch stuff. And we did an EVP, and we really didn't get anything. But I, I in my heart, kind of felt like that's where I needed to go. But when we were done investigating there, and we're like, okay, we're going to wrap up. You know, think the energy feels like it's gone because you know you do feel things dissipate over time. Right. So we start heading towards the car. When we're heading towards the car, Becky and I hear a whistle. Tommy does not. You know, like a kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm like, Becky's like, did you hear that whistle? I'm like, yeah, I heard that whistle. So Tommy's like, I didn't hear that whistle. I'm like, well, it feels like it's on the other end of the graveyard. You're like, we're pointing down. Like, it feels like it's all the way down this graveyard. So, you know, she hops in the car and he's behind me. And then I hear two more whistles. She's in the car. She didn't hear him. He didn't hear him. I'm like, something's calling us. But here we are wrapping up. That's kind of how our day finished. Like, we didn't go to investigate it because at that point, it was really late and we were, we were wrapping up. So she had a long, long drive, long home. drive home. Yeah. But, but the, I mean, those were my experiences. I had really the, the, the cry. That one, that one was a little heart touchy because it, it was like a baby cry. You could tell it was not mischievous like a demon trying to play with you. It seemed more like genuine. a baby, yeah, like a genuine baby. And with the uh, with the whistle, that was just like we were getting toyed with. I felt like the entity kept moving from one end of the graveyard to another to pull us. Right. And then one on the other would be like, hey, bye, guys. You know, <laughs> you're whistling, I'm over here. You know, that's just how it felt the entire time. When I was in you, the, the whole personal experience, I know you, when we just do everyday stuff, yeah. instead of investigating, that's a personal experience. Yeah. But when you're with other people and it messes with you personally yeah that's that's happened to me over at Gettysburg so we were at I walked in to get to the bathhouse because we were on our way to go someplace else and you know there's people around but as I'm standing there and it's fall I hear like it sounds like somebody's walking on the leaves behind around the tree oh wow with me and I'd look nothing then it would happen on the other side and I'm like what the yeah, it, it, what I don't understand, and even in that situation, is why. Well, I guess I kind of answered my own question. Me and Becky heard it, like with our senses, but Tommy didn't. So, I mean, does that mean the entity is manipulating our senses so we can hear these things? Yes. That's, yeah. That, <laughs> it messes with you personally to where only you hear it. Yeah. And you're like, you look at other people, it doesn't sound like, do you hear that? And you're like, I don't hear anything. Oh, it's either that or we're just attuned to hear <clears throat> whatever that they, they want. Yeah, know, whatever they heard. Yeah, it happens all the time, especially out in Gettysburg. Like you'll hear drums. Oh wow! And not, and you know, like marching cadence too. And you sometimes you just play it off. Yeah, well, there's you know like reenactors and whatnot. Right, right, right. And as you make your way around the you know the facility or the park, you find that there's no reenactments going on. Boy Scouts are off somewhere else. Yeah, you know whoever can make a drum sound is there's no one there. God, I was just thinking about it. it'd be nice to get a hold of somebody who's a reenactor and you know hearing some of the stories they have to have especially oh, when they're oh. dressed up yeah yeah you know I actually do have one. Oh, okay so I was um doing the Radcliffe Mill this is way back yeah and um one of the um carpenters was a reenactor okay and for the union he's like and we were just talking I was like yeah you know that place is like calling it blah 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 he says oh yeah we know. Yeah. Like, what do you mean you know? He goes, all right. So we were doing our reenactment weekends. We were up by Monument. And me and my buddy were just sitting there. And a red-haired sergeant comes up to us and goes, 
you boys need to do blah, 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 blah. Oh, by the way, here's some ammo. And rolled out. Oh, okay. And we're like, that's weird. Okay. They go back to where their guys are, and they're like, anybody else seen this redheaded sergeant? They're like, nobody like that exists here oh, today. Nice. And he's like, and then when they reached in his pocket, he actually had live round, like live powder. That, wow. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, so not only did we get a full apparition and interact yeah, with them personally, thinking that it was one of their men and giving them something yeah. tangible. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Out of nowhere. That's wild. When I, you, you wonder if like, uh, you said it was union. You know, the Union Trooper, just if that's, that's the word I'm looking for, where they kind of are, they're intelligent, but they're going through something mm-hmm. thinking they're part of it, you right. know, and they don't even they're know. They're part of that time. Yeah, they're part of that time, and they don't even know why, <laughs> you know, what's going on. I couldn't even imagine, like, if I was to dress up in something from the 30s and go into a house that was built in the 30s and people pass away in that time, make you wonder if they would be more amped to manifest Instead of being confused about what's going on with what's around them with new technology and all this stuff. Something this, familiar. Yeah. And they had open up. Yeah. Which is another reason why I think objects are so uh, easy to be energized with spirit energy. Something that they've just been going over and over and over. Oh, God. <clears throat> Sorry, <laughs> audience. I've been in pain lately. <laughs> I feel <That's> it. <laughs> so there was another time where Jamie and my sister uh, saw an apparition full on. At Gettysburg too. Yeah. Oh, and the same same night that I had a personal experience at get it at the at the tent at the campsite. So she we had this. God, these kids were little. They had those swords that made noise. Oh yeah. Them. They were out in the. They got no turn off, so it's laying out on the ground. And she hears it go off, and then it goes on. Right, <laughs> and then it goes off in periodic order, like timely. Yeah. So she's like, "What, the, what is it?" Diet. She looks out, and there's a soldier patrolling our campsite. Oh wow! So every time he walked over, he set it off. Nice. And she watched him do it. She's like, "I said, were you a little scared?" She goes, "No, I actually slept good." <laughs> yeah. I felt like we were being protected. Yeah. That's I was like, so. that's neat. Yeah. But the same. Day, well, almost right before bed. This is at bedtime. This is when 2008 I tore my shoulder. Yeah, so I'm in a sling in April, sleeping in a round chair, fold out chair in the middle of the tent because I can't lay on my back. Right, the front of the tent caves in and bounces back out like somebody ran into it. Yeah, not even knowing it was there, probably. Right, like running through the woods, they hit the tent. Yep. Not like, I mean, either it stopped them or they went through it and they're, you know, it popped back because, but it was, it was wild. You, you just made me remember about, we had this, this kid's toy, like a baby kid toy. It was a, uh, um, carousel horse, all plastic. Like you think from the thirties and forties. Right. And it would, it had electronics in it to make it do like this, this music or whatever. All right. And, uh, when Alanis and Brandon had, they had it as babies. It was just something that was given from Christian's grandparents. And that's how typically things get right thrown out to other people. <laughs> but anyways, um, so this, this toy was designed that if you basically rocked it, it would make music. Right. Okay. And it had batteries and they had it for 
ever and ever and ever. And then it went from, you know, the first set of kids, the second, the second set, set of kids, kids and so we've replaced on. batteries and so on and so on and so on. Well, anyways, why I'm bringing it up is a lot of times in the middle of the night, we'd hear this, this uh, carousel toy play music. And I'm like, ah, it's just the batteries dying, messing with it, right? I pulled the batteries out of the, the toy and decided I was going to throw it away because I had enough of this freaking toy, <laughs> as many parents probably understand. So, so I threw it in the um, in our trash. When I went to go take it to the trash, the thing started playing music on its own. No batteries. It's been Ooh. discharging for weeks. It's not like it's you know has a capacitor holding it. Right. This thing was playing music on its own. I was like, oh fuck that! <laughs> pulled that toy out and started smashing the hell out of it. And I'm like, I don't want to even play any games with you. <laughs> but it just made me think about you know that energy and sometimes things get stored. I don't know what triggered it. I don't care. But it ain't doing it now. <laughs> that made me think. That makes me think of. Uh, I was at the house by myself and. This is back when we lived on Travis Trail. Yeah. So mom, mom and all of them lived ten houses down, literally. <clears throat> so I go home to get something, and I'm like, oh, "I gotta use the bathroom." So I'm in there doing my thing, and I hear one of their toys go off. I'm like, you know, yep, <laughs> exactly. It's <laughs> <So laughs> happening. <laughs> it's the it's the leapfrog player. Oh yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They when they're standing there, they can touch uh-huh. it and they'll go. Oh yeah, like it's, like uh, like our power pad from back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> but it was going off by itself, and I'm like, mm. so I go check on it. It's off, of course. All right. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. None of it makes any sense. I go tell, go back, grab the thing we came in there for, went and told my wife and everybody and she's like ah oh, it's probably the battery's dying i checked the batteries are perfectly fine yeah that's it i don't know man I, I have too many weird things like that happen but i haven't had shit like that happen in a long time oh yeah since the other house another reason i don't like battery operated toys in my house <laughs> like the giving you giving a spirit something to play with you <laughs> i told that that's why i told my wife she's like we need to get an alexa i was like why so it could go up in the middle <laughs> life? no thank you <laughs> i i have the google equi- equivalent of it and <laughs> and i'll tell you it does have a mind of its own sometimes and it, it, you'll just be talking and you either the light will come on or They'll start playing a song or whatever. And I get, you know, yeah, it's voice activated sometimes, but you gotta have some cues to make these things happen. Go off. You gotta literally say its name. Yeah. Or whatever it is. <laughs> I just feel like a demon. It's like, oh, Google. <laughs> you know, like, no, Google. <laughs> play the peanut butter jelly song. All of a sudden, my lights turn red, which they can do, by the way. <laughs> Puts the devil, comes back to Georgia, gets kicked off, whatever the song is. Like no, I don't want to sell my soul. The devil came down. The yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not fuck with you. <laughs> I don't play the fiddle, <laughs> and I don't want a golden guitar. <laughs> you could sell that guitar. <laughs> you could sell that guitar. I don't know. Now my soul seems like it might be worth the money. <laughs> nah, I don't need the greed. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> Oh man, that's funny. I'm sure somebody on the other end of this podcast is laughing oh. or going, What's wrong with these guys are talking about selling their souls for guitars? <laughs> oh man. And I really I do I I, I really want to go to that house at some point. I'm probably gonna just 
do it. <laughs> I'll go with you. You <laughs> know I will. Go. You know I will. Just do it. I got zero. It'd be like, be like, no trespassing. Be like, check one for my bucket list. All right, cool, cool. All right. <laughs> I was been checked off for me. Yeah, I know. Mine definitely has. <laughs> uh, number two, danger could fall down. All right, we're doing this. <laughs> Is there any other dangers? <laughs> oh, well. Uh well, I think I think I'm pretty much done for the day. What about you, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> guys? I hope you have Good. a wonderful night, and I hope you enjoy listening to our podcast. We got uh, another one coming up next week, and I'm gonna make sure to stay on top of these so we can have some fun and get your reactions. So, I'm gonna say peace, peace. <laughs>